We're rolling, 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 rolling. What? Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Come on. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Come on. Don't you put this shit right here. That's all I got. Welcome back. And I really know Limp Bizkit very well. Yeah, you do. I People always used to make fun of me for liking Limp Bizkit. And I was like, okay, cool. We get it. Your parents have never been in jail. Do you think that's why they were making fun of you? Yeah, because only people who have bad childhoods like Limp Bizkit. I feel like I like Limp Bizkit. And my childhood ruled. Just no, but your dad left you. Okay. take my beta blocker after that one <laughs> bonds on beta blockers and we're gonna talk about that but anyway welcome back to another episode of recovering toxaholic we're back in my spare room back in the spare room we're gonna be just going, going back, back and forth because that's what we do that's what we like to do that's what the men did in our lives our yeah fathers. in and out Ooh, my shirt is low oh hey we got a little skank if here. you like this low shirt subscribe yeah subscribe right now so i know and then also i'll do it more do it on instagram and then maybe yeah, do our comedy instagram. careers will take off who yeah. knows yeah that'd be nice it's it's not a lot to show but it it's might something. yeah it's uh does look like a pre you get canceled myth. for showing bad <laughs> cleavage tits. they're like this cleavage makes yeah. women look bad but if i sit like this it's like that yeah that so, is true no yeah do but right. you look like an italian mafioso wife hey what are you gonna do my bra's red <laughs> yeah, yeah boys okay this week has been an adventure yeah, for both of us it's been it's been wild it's i'm been, tired i'm burnt out how do you feel i feel uh i feel just a bit uh dues i feel dozed yeah that's not even a thing i feel uh yeah i feel out of it but that's because i took a lot of cbd to fall asleep yeah but, we um, both need a vacation yeah. and i know probably none of our listeners are rich but if you do if you are a person that just so happens to be rich could you donate to us yeah we need a vacation we do we do too much or just could you like donate so that then we have some money to put into this so we don't we have, don't to, have do to do all the work ourselves. or we can at least go and get like i don't know a facial so we can back massage better. yeah and it's not like we don't have a problem with working hard no. it's just when you have to work hard on all this shit but then do all your other work and then do you know your laundry and then try to like meditate and then do stand up and then do your taxes it's just it's too much shit but we really appreciate you guys listening yes. and if you like us comment below here we go. Say yeah say nice things please <laughs> we need love it's been a long week. yeah it's been a long week so do you want to start and tell us what has been something that's been toxic for you that's been popping up we're just gonna get into oh, it oh baby my anxiety and my fear of people liking me or getting in the way of others in a submissive dog way has been taken over my life but like backtrack like what okay. happened that like made you like what's going on in your life that's making so what me... happened this week so i had really bad anxiety and my toxic thoughts about myself which are that i'm not good enough everyone's better than me uh a fear of being an imposter syndrome um i shouldn't be doing this maybe i should quit 
and oh booey who did anything hoo-hoo. happen that sparked that was there like a specific thing that you're no. like oh you were just walking and then your these thoughts happened they, they just seeped into my brain oh, okay. and they were they're like classic and then all of a sudden my childhood anxiety came up and i used to have really bad anxiety when i was a kid i would call an ambulance every month because my panic attacks i thought that i was oh dying i didn't God. know they were panic attacks yeah i wouldn't have been able to live in america so anyways nothing sparked it and i guess my toxic thing that happened this week was more so my thoughts that led me to then be afraid of people including monterey i was afraid of monterey okay so we um basically a comedy club uh is hiring showcasing and i've showcased for this comedy club three times already and i'm like okay the the bookers just don't like me but they brought me back but i'm like they just don't like me and so my friend called me and was like i got you another audition and i just started crying and i was like no i can't do it again and i was shaking and then he was like i got monterey um another comic and and another comic so anyways i i got he said it was monterey and two others and I know Monterey needs a job really bad, and Monterey's a very good comic. We'll tell them what the showcasing is, because they'll be like, so when you showcase, you either can get a spot of working at the club, which is part of the development program, or you get put into the friends and family, which is also part of the development program, but you don't get a job, so you're not like making side money you just like get spots but if you work there you get spots and you have a job so some people don't want to work there they just want to be in development but some people do need to work there because they need a little bit of job and they want to work in a comedy setting yeah so that's what we were auditioning or showcasing for yeah and i'm for either yeah good job yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) um and i Already, my fear was doing this again for someone who I'm like, they don't like me. So why am I? It's like chasing a guy that doesn't like you is how I feel. Yeah, and, I was going to say, they don't not like yeah. her. That's her That's assumption. That's my projection. Yeah. Yeah, because we had talked about it. So before when she was showcasing, this was last year? Uh, yeah, last yeah. year. Last year when she was showcasing and I didn't see your first set, but I saw your second set and you did good. Thank and you. so, and I remembered the person that they did hire who was already associated with this comedy club, I kind of already knew that they were going to hire this person too. And the club probably already knew because sometimes people who are already, you know, filtrated through their system are the people that they're going to go with. And so I was trying to tell her like, it's not that they don't like you. They'd already had their minds made up, but they still have to do a showcase to be fair because they don't ever just go, Oh, we're going to pick this person, blah, 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 to make it seem or because it is fair because that person could have just bombed their ass off and then they have to go to a second or third pick. But if the person, if their first pick who's already associated with the club does well, then they just bring them on yeah. board. So I was like, it honestly had nothing to do with you. Right. Yeah. They already had their person before you even got your showcase. Yeah. And I know? just, and I just, my fear, my, a of be- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a mental breakdown yeah. and, and my fear is just always like people hate me. People hate, or I'm not, whatever it is right and so i was like i have to face this anyway i i don't want to go up in front of someone who i in my narrative think yeah. doesn't like me this shirt is out of control <laughs> and then on top of it i was like and i'm going up against that was my toxic yeah. thought was i'm going up against my friend because i'm like well they're gonna choose one person 
And that's such a shitty feeling to, to have to be like, oh, this is now like, do or die. This is yeah. to death. Do them part. A duel. A duel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the word. Oh, boy. <laughs> Guys. I gotta try another sleeping yeah. thing. Not TBD. Um, and so everything felt ick. Like my whole, my whole mind, everything just turned into like, I hate this industry. I hate this. And like, I'm not doing it because for me, I was just like, okay, you know, I respect Monterey as a comic. She's been doing longer. She needs a fucking job. And then it's like, what if I get it? And she got mad at me. And then I, and then I also was like, right. But I was like, but then if she gets it because of my, my rejection with them, I'm going to not be able to show up for my friend in the Mm -hmm. way of being actually happy for you because them not, whether it was her or somebody else, them not choosing me again is going to them me go, I'm scum. So I was like, I'm not mentally going to be able to show up in either capacity because of them and their feelings towards me. I don't even know if I'm saying that properly, but the first, the root of it was, my fear of their feelings towards me and failing again. And then on top of it, watching my friend do it and then being like, what if I can't get out of this mucky feeling and she gets it and I can't even be like, yes. And that was like, and I also was afraid that it was like, I was getting in the, I, I just felt afraid of like a competition but the root i'm just explaining our dynamic because that's more interesting than me talking about my feeling with them and uh so i just was living in this muck but the truth of it was i was using also you as an excuse to not face the fear but at the time i was like i'm just gonna insert one second but at the time i didn't even know that we were doing it because i had found out first because i was doing because I, I, she already showcased, so I didn't even think yeah. anything, like, whatever. And then so when the booker was like, okay, you're going to showcase on the 10th, I was like, okay. And then that's all I knew. And then I didn't know who else was showcasing. I didn't know anything. And then I was just talking. I was just bringing up. Yeah, she was like, so I've had a crazy weekend and da-da-da-da-da. And then I'm like, is it okay then? Like, yeah, it's just like so she was stupid. like being like a little weird or whatever. And then, and then she's not like weird, like yeah. whatever, but I could tell, I can like tell when she's like tiptoeing or, you know what I mean? Where I was like, okay. Cause like, but sometimes I'll ask you, I'm like, you're being quiet. Like, yeah. What is that? Well, I was also like emotionally trying to get myself out of this. Like I journaled so much and was like, the root right. is this. And then also just being like, there's nothing shittier than being like, I'm aware. Okay. I'm aware that, I would make this about me and I don't want like, you know, when you can look at it and you're like, not you, but even if it was against Noah or whoever, it's like, I respect Noah as a comic too. It's like, we we showcased with Noah Finling too. It was a really funny comic. And we'll talk about the showcase part and like what we went through because it was a really interesting, fun experience. So my toxicity came out of like, well, it can't, my old habit toxicity came out and as a defense of like, took me back to the reason why I got scared was back in the day a few years ago I had a female comic friend who I thought I was really close to and the same thing happened it was potluck it was uh, I don't know if I should say the same thing happened it was we were showcasing at the the same club we both got our names on the list and I knew I was already showcasing Mm because someone told me I was and then she got on the list and I was like, 
yeah, yeah like we're, we're doing it doing together it. and she turned around didn't even yeah she was just like <gasps> me 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 and then it was like all about her and and uh just was like blocked me out and it just felt so competitive and I just felt like I had to be like okay I'll fail and yeah. so what happened was my PTSD a lot came in but I looked at it as like oh my god I don't want Monterey to be like this other person not yeah. saying that you would but because yeah. this other person did that to me it really scared me to put us through that yeah not saying you would do that it was more right. so I didn't want us to go through that For that's sure. that's more specific it had yeah. nothing it wasn't monterey's gonna do this to me it was i don't want what happened to me before happen to us right. and that is what i was afraid you're of like a fear you're like oh fear. shit how is she gonna react because it's like sometimes you don't really know because it's like we've been through a lot as friends but there are always those moments especially because we're in the same career and we're both female comics mm -hmm. and so it's like you're gonna sometimes be gunning for the same positions or whatever so it's like you don't really know yeah those dynamics until they happen which i'm glad it did happen because i for me i'm just like oh i i just want i was like oh girl like you're the most yeah. safe with me i'm yeah. like the most nurturing to my female friends so for me, like when she first told me, she was like, yeah, like I, I, I didn't want to like do it. Like I, I was going to bow out. Yeah. I she decided. was going to bail out and like not showcase. Cause she was like, no, like I know you need a job. And I was like, Nikki, no. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, we, if either, if both of us get it, great. If none of us get it, fuck them. If one of us gets it great. amazing yeah. because the whole point is for one of us to get in so that it's like shit my tooth i'm like yeah. like i'm not competitive yeah like, try to talk into a microphone no teeth <laughs> um but if one of us gets in that's the whole point because then she will help me yeah, get on exactly. more showcases and more shows and then we try to get our our own show that we produce live together in the venue so it's like it it's, doesn't fucking matter and, and what's annoying is i know that like i will say with our friendship and relationship it's great because I feel so safe with you and I, I I was like oh this is the best because it's hard to find females in the same industry where you're like oh we even female male yeah we're genuine genuine friends where you see we're in it together we're like actually a pod so I knew all of this going into it like yeah. I knew this I was comfortable there was no like weirdness before any of this happened yeah but what happened was this pressure got put on me and all every fear of mine came flooding in. Yeah. So everything that I like truly believed, you're went trying out to the put door. the fear on something because the the fear is failing again. Yeah. Or not, you didn't fail, but I'm saying the, yeah. the fear is like thinking that you're failing again. Yeah. And so you have to the the fear has to go to somewhere. You're like, is the fear going to go to Matt? Is the fear going to go to the Booker? Is the fear yeah. going to go to Monterey? And she's like, oh yeah, uh, Monterey, she needs a job. Like I don't want to compete with my friend. I don't want it to be weird. I don't want really, it. Yeah. It's your fear of having to do it yep. so you're just placing it as that so you can bow out yeah yeah so that was a crazy ride right. and also realizing that these moments in our lives that we have as adults so I was you know early 30s at this time I thought that that experience I was over with this friend I thought that whatever but it's fucking stuck with me in my subconscious and it came out and yeah. who knew like I didn't even realize that right. that was in me and that um fear of it happening again or even just 
just not wanting us to be in that kind of muck because I got a taste of it and it was disgusting. So how did you get over it? Or like, how did we work through it? Beta so. blockers. No, I was <laughs> just joking, but I do love beta. Okay. Yeah. But um, what Nikki's I Nikki's now selling beta blockers <laughs> to every comic in the scene. So literally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hit me up. Um, yeah. I luckily, that's why I kept to myself in all facets. Um, I talked to a friend in Toronto and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm scared. Of that. I don't want to do this. And, and I was like, and then, and I was like, and I don't want me and Monterey- before she talked to me. I yeah. don't know anything yeah. at this point. Um, and I was like, I don't want me and Monterey to like even have to be in that uncomfortable situation that I'm putting the blame on the bookers being like, or being like one spot. You only ever fucking choose one woman. And my friend was like, you have to do it. And she was also like Monterey's she's like, she doesn't Atlanta. Yeah. She's like Monterey's a great friend. And like, she's solid. And she's like, she just talked to her. She'll be fine. Like yeah. she was like, right. Yeah. And, but then it, it was, that was like, I'm saying this, it was, that was a tidbit. It was right. so much more about the other shit. Oh, of course. And yeah. so then she came back from, so then, Oh, I'm I had, staying, I was like, and side note, which is the funniest thing on top of this is like right now. Ooh, I said right now, <laughs> right now, right now. Uh, the oh funniest thing I is have a stroke right on the podcast. She is staying. Oh, this stress, finally. <laughs> I'm like, that's supposed to be me. Yeah. Um, she was staying in her car, which is also why I didn't bring it up. Yeah. Because I knew that you were going through your own shit that I was like, sometimes I don't tapering stuff to people because I'm like, I got to work through this first right. and see what's really going on. And also you have your own own shit going on that this little weird attack i'm having but it's better always to talk to me because if i can sense when people's energy is like weird or different and then it makes me like suspicious of Um, someone so i'm like you uh, i'm like that's why i'm glad we talked because i was like there have been times and usually you just get like quiet if you're like oh you're about to do a mistake that i don't think you should do like you'll just get quiet but sometimes i do just get quiet yeah yeah but so i'll just uh, so when she does get quiet i'm more like aware of it so i'm like what's going on like what's the thing so like there was like a moment like that where i was like what's going on and then you're like oh you don't know and I'm like I don't know what yeah I had no idea but before that so like I'm in uh I'm in a transition basically I'm living out of my car and I'm like hopping with friends it's just it's a nightmare don't pursue your dreams but anyway (laughs) so I'm staying at her house so I have to come back up here and which it was like God's like funny way of like, no, no, you're really doing this together. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah, go from there. So what? So when then, I came back. So talked. yeah, but I was just keeping it to my because it wasn't as I said, it wasn't. You were like one sixth of what the real picture oh, was. Course, so I wasn't yeah. sitting here like me. But yeah. I also, even if it wasn't you, I would genuinely probably go internal. If right. someone else is going through something, and then I'm going through something. I don't put shit on other people. I right. like, so I'm very similar to you. Yeah. So then I, uh, and I knew Monterey was having a shit show in San Diego. So then I, um, no, that will be another story. I'll tell that'll you guys be that next story. Step. Yeah. So then what I did was I journaled a lot. I had a session with my healer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did Liz say anything? Liz, Liz said I had to do it. Good. She just kept being, but was she like, Monterey is fine. Well, no, because yeah. I was more talking about my fear. Got it. Okay. It, yeah, yeah. That you weren't the topic. Okay. It was like you're like she put a curse on you. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't really know. She's like so. no, <laughs> no. She. It, it was about. Um. It was about like your fear. Me. And yeah. 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 It, and she said, "This is." She was like, "You have to do it. This is a test. This yeah. is like you're afraid, which I am. I am afraid of all this kind of shit. I'm afraid of because if I get rejected." 
three times by the same person, like I'm out. And, uh, I just kind of talked to her and she kept being like, and I was crying. I was going, mm. I can't though. I don't want to do it again. And I'm like yeah. shaking. Cause my eyes shake yeah. and like really shaking. And she was like, Nope, you have to do it. If you don't do it, you, you're the your guides are going to put you in a car accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, they're going to do it to you two more times if you don't show up for yourself. And I just was like, no, I don't want to do it two more times. And she said, this is like, you have to show up for yourself and you have to power through this. That's what the, the, this is about. And that changed my whole perspective of what was happening. I was like, okay, uh, who cares about the job? It's true. I need to work through and have the courage and believe in myself enough. Now I'll tell you one thing that that didn't happen naturally i took a beta blocker and i'll oh baby because i was shaking that day and then you'd call me when you were driving back so that's when i was like and i could hear that you were okay yeah and i but i was obviously going to talk about it but it was my own process and i just needed to wait till you were like chilling um and like I needed to wait till where you were going to come here and not sleep in your car. Yeah, so. I needed to wait till you weren't crying in your car. <laughs> That's like, and I'm like, Monterey, we're on the same showcase, and I just don't want it to be mucky for us. Yeah, you're like, like, my account's about to be like, negative. Yeah. I'm starving. What? You're like, I have twenty seven dollars. I'll tell. Uh, that's not mucky. This yeah, is mucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I know my place. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but still, yeah, I was like, it's still nice. It's like it just takes my mind off of like harping. Yeah, I was like twenty seven dollars. I owe seven hundred. What are we gonna do here? I don't yeah. know the math, but what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then she was like, no, no, please just tell me your issues. I was like, yeah. okay, here. So I worked through it. I, I saw that that was the point was to like take a bigger step in myself yeah. and overcome this fear and letting other people dictate what I believe in myself. So, but the problem was I was still shaking. Like even when she was doing the Reiki healing, <laughs> all the guys are like unsubscribe, unsubscribe. But <laughs> no. it worked. Um, even though she, well, no, the beta blocker worked. Even though, so she did the Reiki healing and I was convulsing, like like panic attack yeah. shaking. And I couldn't, I was like moving around. I couldn't control my body. Like, it, was, it was, I was like, not- I think you're possessed. <laughs> just what you're describing. I- felt possessed she was like i was throwing up i was shitting i was saying the devil fucks me in the pussy i don't know <laughs> i don't know maybe i do like this i don't know <gasps> and then uh i asked her i would because she's against meds and i was like oh should i take it could i take a beta blocker and i don't know how it came to me i've had them in my drawer for two years i never take them and she was like yeah you can and she she told monterey not to take mushrooms like she's against shit but she was yeah. like no yeah you can i was like but i'll be taking the mushrooms yeah, she, she still she didn't stop her yeah and then i took the beta blocker and i finally like calmed down and my whole mindset just changed and yeah. i was and then i talked to monterey yeah which tell the eased- conversation when we were like here because i feel like that was like a good conversation like when we were like brushing our teeth like Oh, do you remember? You don't remember that? I was on beta blockers, babe. No, I do. But you, what do we? Oh, there's so many conversations I've had with myself and with you. So it's hard to. Well, I was just saying like when I came back and like we had like talked on the phone or whatever, but I feel, did we talk a lot about the comedy store on the phone? I feel like I don't remember that part. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I remember you like telling me like what you were like nervous and scared about. And I was just like, oh my God, like, no, I was like, this is awesome. I was like, that yeah. just like raises our probability of us getting in. I was like, that's all it is. I was like, we're just trying to build together. And 
I mean, she knows my fantasy is Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah. So I'm always like, yeah. dude, t- twinning together. <laughs> and so I'm like, dude, we have to get in at all these places. And whoever gets in first, it doesn't matter because then you just bring the other yeah. person in. Yeah. So you're like, I'm such a person where I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I I know that you're a good comic. I know that I'm a good comic. So I'm just like, So that's the care. difference between us is Monterey knows she's a good comic because she is a good comic. I don't know that I'm a good comic. So I, that's the problem with, that's what's toxic about, toxic about insecurity yeah. is that if you don't believe in yourself, it gets in the way or you're afraid of other people yeah, like it's just you think it's luck or something right like because oh, it's like for me i would think that you would know that you're a good comic because you haven't you know you haven't even been doing it that long i, I mean right. compared to whatever you know what i'm saying yeah but i'm like and you have so much stuff it's like you feature and you get a right. ton shit ton of shows like people like wreck you like the funny people fuck with you so it's like that's your answer i just always think it's because i'm a good person yeah yeah, so yeah yeah. but anyways go on to the conversation so then when i got here and we were like talking more like that's basically like what i was like telling her too where i was just like and i told her i was like dude like we can work on this together like we can go over our sets like we can like you know help that was the other thought i had too was i was like if if we were doing this at different times that was the thing too i was just like if i could just do it a different day and i because i thought if we're doing it at different times i did want monterey to help me because i remember you said just a few nights ago if you ever have a showcase like i will help you structure your set it's like my passion i love doing it it's like i get a high off and then i just was like well she can't worry about me right now she's got to worry about her own shit and this sucks because we can't actually do it together because now we both have to worry about our own shit and it was yeah so yeah then, and then i was just and then so when i came back we we're like brushing our teeth and we we're just like talking or whatever and i was just saying like those same things and like i had told her too i was like you know i know that you have ptsd because of a friend who whatever i was like but it kind of like hurt my feelings because yeah. i was like i you know thought or whatever and but i realized that that's like my own thing too but because i know like that i'm so good to my friends where i'm very like selfless especially when it comes to like entertainment or like say like when we were helping with your jfl yeah, thing yeah, yeah. or whatever like i'm very much so like oh my god this is great like oh you could do this accent you could do this like you could be the star you could be the star i'll write it or i'll edit mm-hmm. it i don't edit but you know what i'm saying you're like you big wink there edit. Yeah. <laughs> i'll edit it okay <laughs> you had to edit everything <laughs> Monterey um, edits these videos. <laughs> yeah. And by editing, I just pick out timestamps. <laughs> I just go, this is what I want. Okay, yeah. bye. And then I just send it off. But I'm like, so yeah, I was just telling her, I'm like, dude, like this is, we're you. doing it together. Yeah. And I have no. It, it eased me. Yeah, I have no so ego much. when it comes to that. And then I think she was like nervous to ask like, yeah. oh, can, can, can I go you, over this material or yeah. whatever with you or like help me structure it? because she thought I was going to be like another friend where yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to help her because I don't want her to do better. Or whatever. I'm like that to me, that's like insane. Cause one, it, if you're genuinely creative, you should always want to help people yeah, because yeah. then you get to see your work yeah. work with someone else. And you're like, Oh, it works. Yeah. It's the same as like, I help my friend with acting auditions and we will go out for the same thing. We help each other. Yeah. But because this is this, so it's like, I have that, 
ability and I love that but because it took me back to a time when it didn't work and also I was just like don't worry about me but so then when Monterey was like no I'll help you write it I was like oh my god thank god she'll help you me structure it yeah that took the weight off the beta blocker and also you uh, like just talk like I needed to talk out my fear and also you being like no you fucking have to do it oh that's what we talked about too that's the other thing where I was just like Nikki this has nothing to do I was like you can't even look at it as showcasing I was like this is your breakthrough moment of you get scared of this venue you get scared of this booker and all God wants you to do or the universe whatever the fuck you believe all they want you to do right now is to fucking see if you have that clutch skill and like that's what I was just like telling her I was like because in our industry you have to like go under pressure a lot because a lot of times we just get to do stand up and yeah. just fun and whatever but there's moments when a netflix person is there or a comedy central or a big club booker or a festival owner or something and it's like in those moments you have to be fucking on and you have to be flawless and all your peers are watching all these bigger comics are watching the audience is there and there's like times where you're like fuck it's like hitting yeah. a goddamn shot at the fucking buzzer and making it and it's like that i was like that is all you're doing is testing right now i was like has nothing to do with it's like let's just see if you are a clutch player and you could hit your fucking shot at the buzzer yeah and then she was like okay like i can do that and i was like you can do that that's all you have to do yeah and then it changed everything and then i took another beta blocker the next day (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah but it changed everything like that outlook helped so much also having my body not convulse helped a lot yeah and having yeah the support of friends it's like yeah Yeah. so and then we and then literally and she's you know works really hard and she was like okay like she made sure that she like fucking did her homework and was like let me like work on this set and then like we literally did it and like that was such a short amount of time and to change your set and to change your jokes around and change structure and like whatever is very hard to do especially day because we did the day Day of yeah and she did it day of and so anyway oh i was gonna say so when so let's talk about like actual day of showcasing now so when i first got there i was like okay like what who else is showcasing and i'm like all right i know these people and i'm like okay and i I was it was nice because i saw my friend noah there i saw milan and i saw kazim and i'm like okay they're comics who have been around for a while and just because you want to see people that you know yeah. or whatever and i saw like a few other people but they were like younger comics or whatever and so i was like okay like i know all these people blah 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 and then so you're there and i'm last well t- well i'm last you were first in friends and family right i ended up being last oh, okay, he, okay they didn't turn off the lights yet oh okay yeah. okay yeah and so so anyway so we're the last two so now you have so much time to kill and you're just fucking waiting and there's like a bunch of comics as there's comics there that are showcasing but there's also comics that go to watch a bunch of comics and then there's like all the comics that work there and then like the audience or whatever so you know there's tons of moments where people are trying to talk to you and you're like dude i'm just and for me the reason why i was like getting stressed out i was i I don't want to say like I never get nervous to do stand up. It wasn't that. Who keeps calling me? Sorry. Um, it's fine. That was a telemarketer. I owe oh. money. Anyway. Um, but it was more so of I was starting to get stressed because sometimes and like this is my shit, but sometimes 
I always feel like I have the most unfair vantage mm -hmm. where I'm like, dude, everybody's like living in a house and they're peaceful and they're like mm -hmm. Kazim's married and like people can pay their bills mm -hmm. and they have structure and stability in their life and their account isn't going negative and they're not borrowing money and sleeping in their car. And so I'm like, God, why don't I ever get to have a fair shake? Like, why can't I ever just do stand up yeah. and I get to come from my home and like have this peaceful life and then not have to feel like if I don't do this I'm fucked yeah yeah so it's like that's how I feel so much of like when I do comedy where I'm like I have to do great because yeah. if I don't like I have to go back to my sister's and like live in her spare room where that's her freezer right is there though yeah. yeah I'm like my car mirror is still fucked up from a year and a half ago and I'm just like so every time I get opportunities it feels like bitch you have to be on mm -hmm. you can't afford to make a mistake because if you don't, like, you're not going to eat, literally. Yeah. And so that's how I felt. I just felt like so much pressure on me. And so I was just like, all right. And again, it was like, okay, let me just show people that I'm clutch. Yeah, yeah. And I was and like, fucking did. yeah, we both did. And so, yeah. but I was saying I was nervous. So, so anyway, so we're, it's me, her and our friend Noah, which we were so happy that we're like, okay, like us three are together. We've known each other for a while. And, but we haven't like all been friends, but like Noah, we started to like know the last two years and it's just nice because we started to know, uh, we started to know, Noah. we started to know him <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. Now we have an inside fart joke. We have a That's whole thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but it was nice because we were all so supportive of each other. We yeah. were all like amping each other up and being like, you got oh, this, you it got so this. Good. It was so nice. And uh, one of Matt's other friends went up camera and he did really good. Yeah. And then Noah did really good. And then I did my set yeah. and then you did your set and it was like, okay. And you just saw like everybody, like that group was just like, boom, 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 boom. And you could just tell like, Hey, these are the comics that are a little bit more seasoned Yeah, and that's okay. Like obviously just time in. And, um, and it was just nice it was such a memorable a very good lesson for me where it was it like we're in this together we're in this together and yeah. it took over my ptsd and we literally had to go back to back so we couldn't yeah. even, it'd be different if we were like five away from each other so we could be like all right you're up nikki like yeah. let's go like woo. but we're yeah. back to back so we're both just like and at one point we just both like grabbed each other and we're just like okay like we can do this really you're good. good you're good you need a water yeah. you need this and we're like okay and then I started to shit my, so after I did my set, I was like, okay, good job. And then I'm like, fuck, what if everything, like, what if everything we worked on, like oh, I told yeah. her all, like, what if what I said is not good? And then she just <laughs> bombs with all the shit. I was like, no, Nate, cause I was, I wasn't gonna say I was bossy, yeah. but I was like, no, take this part out, yeah. put this, it's all her writing. I'm not like taking it. She just writing. took out the fat and told me like where structure. to put it yeah. and like, da -da -da -da, like, and I could run, I was running by new jokes or bits with her and she'd be like, yes, no, yes, no. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what if all her ideas should have been the thing or whatever? And I'm like, no, don't put that in there. Put the, your other thing in there. And I was like, and then if she bombs, she's gonna be like, bitch, I did what the fuck you told me. <laughs> and now I fucking bombed my set. And it was, it was like, oh, it's going to be all my fault. So I was nervous, but like she literally did. And that's very hard to do to change your set day of memorize it and to hit all the tags and to because the biggest thing with stand up, I'm not going to get into it, but transitioning in a short fucking set is hard. 
and a lot of people are really bad at it so if you're a young comic talk to me about transitioning in a short set and i'll fucking help you and most people don't do it if you want to go to a different sex talk to her about transitioning she can help you with that too <laughs> i can help with that too yeah and so anyway but she like hit like everything just kept hitting 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 and i was like good and i was just like a coach i was just like good shot there she go she hit that shot you saw that layup she just hit a three <laughs> and so it was just after and then i was just like oh okay. she was like thank god God. and it's so funny because our friend who got me another audition afterwards was nervous too because he was like i actually thought maybe she shouldn't do it because i was like i don't know matt i don't know if i should do how she gets anxiety so he was like oh her anxiety might take over if she gets rejected again and so that he's like thank god i was really scared so it's just so funny everybody's just like (laughs) as i'm like could i do this she did great and so it was just like hell yeah such a good lesson and toxic moments from the past come up and influence your projection of the future and i will say you gotta work through it and it's so fucking hard but it it helped so much it worked and it was so scary yeah but it was so good and it was so awesome just to just to watch that and just all being our friends and you could just like see like we just keep bringing up Noah just because he was just there with us like in the moment and it was just so nice to see it happen for him and it was no ego no No. competition no um competitiveness that's the same word but you know what I mean just no bad blood no bad vibes and it was and it was like that that's the way to do this shit because I was like the only person who understands how you really fucking feel in that moment is the person who's doing it so why shut them down or not be cool it's like yeah okay we can hold on it's a roller coaster you're like okay here we go here we go here we go we're lucky drop put our hands up like look at the picture and that's it but we're lucky that everybody was no ego because and was in the same boat with the same kind of mindset uh, mindset. Yeah. yeah So it was wild and it was also a testament to like a friendship working the same, the same field and communicating and just working on yourself. Because if you like, if we didn't have that conversation or whatever, and we both were able to, to talk about our fears or whatever. I mean, that's like the biggest thing is like us always having dialogue. Like, yeah. yeah, Cause I remember when I first told her that I was showcasing before we found out that you were showcasing again, I had, texted her and I was like hey I want to let you know I'm going to be showcasing there and I know that you showcased last year and there's a little part of me that feels like guilty or like yeah. uncomfortable so but at the end of the day it's like I I have to I'm a comic too of course I have to showcase yeah. you know so it was like it's yeah it's it's very much because like if you talk about it you hear the other person's point of view and th- you realize that your thoughts aren't necessarily based on that person, which we've gone through before where Monterey thought that I was like, so the same. So I had a toxic friend too, as a comic. And when, when I would get stuff, I would put her on my stuff or I would get throw her a bone or whatever. Then when she would get stuff, I would get iced out. And I was like, okay, I thought we were teammates. Like, let's like constantly help each other. Cause then we both constantly eat. Mm-hmm. You get the steak, give me a piece. I get the steak, give you a piece. Mm-hmm. So then when she um, got something with a comedy club and she didn't reach out to me immediately, then I had yeah. that same PTSD moment where I'm like, oh, okay, she's not looking out for me and yeah. I looked out for her. And But really her stress was she had never 
done hosted the, at this venue and she was just nervous and she was just being like teacher's pet and was like i'm gonna do everything right i'm yeah. gonna do everything proper i'm not gonna i'm rig not it. i'm not gonna yeah. rig it i'm not gonna do anything so there was nothing i could really offer and because my anxiety which you now right. have seen yeah was we didn't know each other we knew each other well we yeah. were good friends but yeah. yeah no but now like my anxiety has been very bad right, right, i've right. like cried to you about yeah. it it was so high because I was like, I don't deserve this. I'm going to bomb this. I'm going to. And so it was like, I was not thinking about yeah, other people. I had no idea that she was good. So we yeah. were both just, but I was feeling, cause then, and then like once I'm in that mode, then I go through everything and I'm like, yeah. And there was that time you didn't give that guy the, my booking information. Yeah. And then there was that time that you said this thing and it was like, you were trying to put me in the back seat and then there was, and then I just start. Yeah. And then I, I think that's a voice memo. Yeah. Right? You did. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, here's all the things things and I'm starting to think you know that are bothering me and I don't want to have resentment and then she came over and then we just went through them like one by one yeah and I was like with sushi from with sushi. that she brought me yeah and we went steps. through it and I and I but I saw and I normally get defensive and I get scared of getting in trouble but I like sat there and I looked outside of it and where she was coming from and I was like oh she thinks I'm like the other girls yes. and that's and I was like you can think all those things but here are the reasons why I did a b and c not malicious but I'm also not those other girls and yeah. now this time I went through it being like it's gonna be like this and you were like no I'm not that other girl yeah. and so it's both trauma from being treated like shit in other female yeah, friendships and projecting and yeah. so i think it's so important to communicate to your friend what you're feeling because the truth is what you're feeling is probably trauma from another friendship totally. and let them explain themselves before you go off before you get end. resentment before you because like where i should have caught that one before i start like going through you know all the situations with the fine tooth comb yeah yeah fine tooth comb. yeah that's yeah, yeah. um I, cause then I started to like, I'm like, see, see, I'm like a detective, like putting together all the pieces. And it's like, no, when you're in that filter, when you're in that mindset, then the perception of all of the situations yeah. are morphed. So, you know, is, and you forget about the other things. Like, yeah. it's like, well, I, I, I was about to list her all the things I have done. I was gonna be like, well, I got you two jobs at space. I, you're yeah. the first person I was about to do all this stuff. And I was like, nope what's actually happening right yeah because right, right. i was like but i do yeah, yeah 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 and then when we talked and she was like she came from a nurturing place instead yeah. of being defensive she was like hey like i know that you've been treated like shit from a bunch of women in your life and a bunch of cunts have fucked you over because they're jealous insecure beta whores no, I'm kidding. <laughs> next topic on next week we'll be talking about that won't we <laughs> <laughs> but she came from a very like nurturing point and uh, like i can genuinely tell that you were empathetic to being like oh sweetie like yeah because she knows my past she's seen people treat me like shit she's seen people you know be sideways to yeah. me where she's like hey i know that this yeah. is a reality but this, this isn't, isn't me in yeah. your reality yeah yeah and it's so funny because then it happened to me and then yeah then you just gotta thing. talk yeah. it's just the same and i didn't get defense and no. it was again like nurturement then, where i was like hey i'll help you like yeah. we'll meditate we'll we'll do this together we'll hold hands and, and the, like but the good thing was that we when i explained oh i think it's because of all of a sudden like i realized it on sunday night i was like oh it's because of me being in this situation before and monitoring knows the person it was yeah and then she was like oh um, yeah because your feelings were hurt yeah. but then when you really think about it, it's like oh it had nothing to do with you oh for sure yeah, yeah. so talk to your friends yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hello and welcome back to Toxic Confessions. Today in the chapel, we don't need to say our names. What? Okay, we have to do our swearing. I. I. Pledge. Pledge. Is that what we say? I swear or I pledge? I swear. I. I. Swear. Swear. To tell. To tell. The wholehearted. The wholehearted. Honest truth. Honest truth. With my juicy confession. With my juicy confession. With no guilt. With no guilt. Or shame. Or shame. Amen. Amen. You go first. I went first last time. You go first. I went first last time. Okay. My confession is, and this is an (laughs) ugly quality, but so there was a person in my life, a female, who pissed me off. And I was trying to find things about her that I did not like. And what I came up with was that she is unattractive. (laughs) And I did not want to say that. So I sent her picture to a very good looking male friend of mine who's very judgmental with females. And because I knew he would tear her picture apart. And it made me feel good when I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just screenshot a picture and sent it to him. And then oh, he tore her no. apart and it made me smile. And then I just went on with my day. Okay. I'm sorry. That's my toxic <laughs> confession. I ask God for forgiveness. I'm trying to rid of this habit. But I did that. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my toxic confession is that I have a friend that I don't want to see my story sometimes because they're super sensitive and they're like, that's mean or that they just are judgy of me and have like DM me before being like, you know, you shouldn't post that guy on the plane because he didn't know you're what he didn't know you're watching. So I wanted her to stop watching my stories, but I didn't want her. This is before you can mute your stories from people. So one time she was over and... I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can mute people from seeing your stories. Yeah, we'll go over it after. Okay, please. <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah. my God, you make can block my life people easier. From, you can block people from either seeing your stories or your posts or both. I know that you can block... I can not see their shit. No, yeah, you can block people from... Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, this so, is amazing. Yeah, so this is before and she was over and I took her phone and I went into her Instagram and I took, I went to my profile and I clicked hide stories about my Instagram. So okay. then she could. That's way more fucked up than mine. I feel hijacked your friend's phone and fucking manipulated their Instagram. So that they couldn't see my stories. Okay. That's fucked up. Okay. I don't know why mine are so much more juicy. <laughs> Maybe I'm being more. Okay. No, you, mine was juicy last week. Yeah, it was juicy, was but like, mine was juicier. Mine's okay. I'll be honest about going into my boyfriend's phone. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest because that doesn't make me seem very likable. It wasn't a friend. It was a family, family right? member. It was a close family member. So it was a bit more and they were older so, so it wasn't they don't my friend even know I worked their yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it wasn't a friend okay, I, was like, I know no yeah, i would yeah. never fucking do that to a friend <laughs> i just didn't want my family member to see this and then be like you fucking psycho bitch but they won't know and they won't know but they it was a family this. member probably that, not their favorite that took offense to everything that i did and 
often would tell me to take certain things down. So I was like, we're going to have to, if, if I block you from seeing my profile, you're going to try and go to my profile and you're going to see that you can't see it. But if I don't come up on your algorithm, you're never going to notice. Sneaky, sneaky. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Well, we ask God for forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness. And we are honest with our toxicity. Yes. And and we're working on it. And we're fucking (laughs) being up front and we're day by day making tangible actions to be better people we really are but if uh you know if you come at me and can do something sneaky yeah okay <laughs> amen. amen okay now it's time for wmt pew, pew. what's more toxic a friend not a best friend just a right party friend, friend a yeah. hang friend a friend, a casual friend that shows up to your house all the time, empty handed and will immediately walk in and say, can I have a glass of wine or eat your food all the time? You know, those people that if they show up at you a say, party, yeah, they bring nothing, you say BYOB and they come in and they say, do you have any wine? Do you have any beer? And you're like, where's yours? Or a casual friend that always goes to you complaining about themselves and seeking advice, but never helps you or gives you advice. I would rather, to me, what's more toxic is the person who's always complaining and asking for advice because to me, that's an actual energy suck. And the the food and alcohol, I'm just, because I don't know, I grew up poor. If they talk to me and they're just like, hey, I'm just really broke, then that's I'm- That's fine. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but they're not broke. But they're not broke. They're not they broke. Just, they go out and eat dinner right. all the time. They just expect it. Exactly. They expect it and they're selfish. I'd rather deal with someone- financially selfish than deal with someone emotionally selfish because to me I would have to pour more energy into them Mm -hmm. and I used to have that friend that I told you she would call me all the time and she would like never really check in with me but she was always just like using me to get advice or to get help with comedy or to just complain and have me you know give her some light and I'm like no bitch I can't just be pouring into you so I think it's more toxic to emotionally drain people i normally i think i agree with you but to play devil's advocate if i really think about it if it's a casual friend like he likes a host so she likes a host and likes to throw parties so so i think honestly i think for me i will okay what's more toxic someone who seeks advice all the time but i think for me or you can say too like what do you do so like how do you deal with a person who constantly shows up empty-handed like have you had to deal with this yes i have and so that's why i was gonna say i actually right now find it more toxic to always show up empty-handed and expect something when you specifically ask people to bring stuff and uh if this friend was i was always giving advice to there's something i get a high about giving advice and if it's to someone casual i don't mind because then i get some juice and then I give advice. Nikki loves juice. I love juice. And she loves giving advice. I, I love, love giving helping. advice too, but yeah, yeah, not if, yeah. Where I'm like, let's go. I love playing therapist, so I have more joy in that. But I host a lot. And when you show up empty-handed countless times, I'm like, that's fucking weird. It's kind weird. of a slap in the face. It's weird. It's, it's yeah. yeah. And so what do I do? So I think that's more toxic. Uh, how can you, how are you okay with doing that? Yeah. Just bring even just bring some like there's cheap, times where someone's running wine. late and you're like oh it's yeah. fine just come just come and you're no, like okay but if they're always doing it always doing it but your other pet peeve tell because you have a friend that does this 
So Nikki Bond's other pet peeve, which I understand, is when people are greedy. Like, so say you're at a party that she's hosting oh. and she has snacks and alcohol out. And then you're a person and you come and you're just and taking you so many drinks and you're eating all the food. Yeah, no, I have a friend that does that and I can't invite them. She to disinvites certain, them. I disinvite yeah. them because I know that they're going to come and eat all, stand over the food and just eats it, eats it, eats it, eats it, eats it. Like, I'm telling you, I've told other people and they've been around this friend and then they watch them do devour. it devour and so i i like this person a lot yeah. but i can't invite them to my private parties because i can't afford to feed their fat ass they're not even fat i'm just saying yeah. <laughs> have you ha I, I think one time you told me you had to have a conversation with this person we're like hey yeah stop. i had to be like okay you ate all of this like you gotta pay first me to get some right. but if they came into a party i can't be like hey can you just can you, stand away from we the food ration this out yeah, yeah i should yeah. get like a ration. doggy i should get like a doggy gate and put it around the food yeah, to keep yeah, them away yeah. that's a big or a shot collar yeah. yeah yeah and then it's like if you're gonna eat a lot if you have it it's i don't know what it's it's also like stands over the food so no one else can get any yeah if you're gonna do that then bring some food bring, yeah, something. bring something bring a pizza right. Right. yeah but i think the way to deal with people that show up empty-handed constantly and are always drinking your alcohol and i'm a common we are yeah. we don't have humiliate them you put their nudes online and well, you have people oh, say how did you get their nudes them. you just have ways <laughs> um what i will do now is i just won't offer them anything and if they come in it's always the type of people that are like, what are you drinking? I'll be like, oh, I'm drinking this, uh, this wine I got, but it's the last of it. I just yeah. don't offer them anything. Yeah. And I have no guilt where I always feel like I need to. Right. And I just won't. And if they ask me for something, sometimes if I know people like that are coming over, I buy really shitty wine, like $3 and I'll give them that. And then I'll drink my own secret wine, yeah. but I'll put it in a mug so they don't see it's a different color. Nikki, Nikki's professional when it comes to hosting parties or doing things where you know food is involved like yeah. she gets I get very hands-on yeah. and she's like I'm not inviting this person because they eat too much food I'm like <laughs> yeah okay and like Matt if I buy snacks that he's gonna eat I hide them in the cupboard so he can never find them like some, one time he found snacks in my sock drawer and he was like what the uh, fuck but I was like you were gonna eat it and I like we it a both lot. have this problem because like we've both lived with our significant others and here's the thing that when you're a woman and say you guys split groceries so we would split groceries but he would eat 85 yeah. percent of it you're and i'm like hey food. if we're splitting this 50 50 that means i get 50 percent boys it doesn't mean you eat most no. of it i'm like then we have to literally like ration it out yeah. so it's like then i have to be like here's my six bread pieces here's my sit but they'll just be like oh there's 12 they eat eight and then i get four i'm like no yeah. then you and either they need to eat pay more so quickly yeah. and you're like boys we don't eat as quickly as you do and we bought the healthy snacks and yeah, yeah they're good and they're a bit more expensive okay so Stop let it go my shit. yeah you're fine with eating doritos i'm gonna eat the whole foods corn chips okay so yeah. Get your own. Get your own. And also, if I bring leftovers, yes. if it's my leftovers, yeah. oh. you have to ask me. Oh. You don't just go like, oh, hey, there are leftovers in there. Like, what the fuck? They're my leftovers. And when I go into the fridge and I expect to have my leftovers no, there and they're not, not, I'm going to freak the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, you are not touching my leftovers. Yeah, no. One time I had a, I had a popsicle 
it's really weird that I had a popsicle. It's not Left very over? like me. No, oh, but I had I, like... I had like a popsicle or something. And yeah. oh, no, it was like um whatever. It was an ice cream cone, and I was really excited about it. And because it was like one of those coconut soy ones where less yeah. sugar but tasted so good. And Matt came out and he was eating it, and I looked at him and I just started crying. <laughs> You were crying. I've cried twice over food now, which is fucking insane. Oh, I, I just don't cry. Like, I get that angry. Was mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is the difference. difference. Yeah, I needed a beta blocker for that moment <laughs> to just get angry. All right, we should wrap it up. Yes. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Please check us out on YouTube. We're yeah. on there, recovering toxaholic. You can see the full episodes and our faces, and maybe you'll get my half cleavage. I don't have any. Oh like share subscribe tell all your friends and we're on uh, instagram too recovering shout toxic us out, yeah. dm us tell us your toxic shit yeah and, uh, join the club love you guys, guys. bye, bye. bye.